Hello everyone, my name is Shanae Jones and I am your resident certified sex coach. You are listening to D-O-Y-O-U-K-N-K-Y, which stands for Do You Know the New Kinky You? In this iteration, we are reading from the book, Mirror of Intimacy, Daily Reflections on Emotional and Erotic Intelligence by Alexandra Katakis and Tom Bliss. This is the ASEC 2015 book of the year and ASEC stands for American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. Now, because it's a daily reflection, we are on January 24th. Uh, again, this was the 2015 book of the year. This is being recorded in 2022. I believe that the topics are not you know, fixed to a particular date. So, you know, feel free to hop around or go through and start at the beginning and, you know, hopefully you can catch up. But the point is to hopefully find something, a topic that resonates with you and hopefully you'll get some kind of inspiration from what either the authors and or myself had to say on the particular topic, which for today is loneliness. And so we have the quote, we have the author's passage, then I give you a few seconds to let it ruminate in your head, and so you can kind of get your thoughts behind it. You know, you get you might have to play it again from the beginning just to hear it, um, and then I'll give you my feedback as well. So let's start. The worst loneliness is to not be comfortable with yourself. Mark Twain. We always hear that getting love begins with loving ourselves. Depending on others to ease our pain or to erase our loneliness eventually weakens us and therefore proves dangerous. If our self is weak and needs other people to prop it up, it can become unable to function and can keep us from attaining emotional self-reliance. This form of weakness keeps us in toxic relationships where mutual using marks the drum beats of the codependent dance. On the other hand, the absence of family, community, and friendship can lead to isolation and depression. Lack of companionship, while seemingly the opposite of emotional dependency, withers our soul equally. When loneliness is a constant state of being, it harkens back to a childhood wherein neglect and abandonment were the landscape of life. Without consistent caring contact with adults, a young person will be left with emptiness, uncertainty, and personal identity, uncertainty about personal identity, and a fear of being alone. As is natural for such a child, either using other people to feel better or isolating into an inner world will be the go-to survival option. But both these choices fail to allow them, as adults, to reach out to others for love, comfort, and companionship as a healthy way of validating and meeting their needs. Both using people and isolating from them pale in effectiveness compared to seeking genuine human relatedness. 
if you had to use either of these maladaptive options and now live with loneliness, choosing to fill that void is a Herculean feat requiring courage and diligence. Start now. Set the intention to change your pattern. Then take one small step to connect sincerely with one other person or with the community. That's all it takes to begin your ascent out of loneliness. When two people gather with honesty, magic can happen. Mm. Okay, so take some seconds, think on it. What are you what are your thoughts about what the authors had to say about loneliness on this the twenty fourth of January? I want to take a swig of water for a second. <laughs> all this talking, as much as I run my mouth, it always gets a little choppy, so forgive me. All right, so again, I, I don't disagree with the authors. I just am befuddled as to how they always seem to come from such a negative place. So given the fact that the topic at hand is loneliness, then I have put myself in the place of this resonating with me because I was lonely. You know, I'm not lonely. So maybe that's why, you know, it just didn't click with me right away. But once I put myself in the shoes of perhaps someone who is lonely, then, you know, it made more sense to me. And so, you know, the, even the book kind of talked about, you know, a little bit, the difference about being alone and being lonely. You know, there is space to be alone and to be quiet and to just be in touch with yourself and be good with that. You know, you don't have to have a crowd of people around. You don't have to just be constantly engaged. You can, you know, you know, take some time out just for yourself to be with yourself and be perfectly fine. I think the book kind of identified two different personality types where they equate loneliness kind of manifests. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, maybe this is just two out of a number of X valued possibilities as to what could create a loneliness within a person. Just like, I don't necessarily believe that the only people that suffer from loneliness in the world are people that were as children and not provided with enough, uh, contact with adults, you know, to where they, uh, consistent caring contact with adults where, you know, they were left with emptiness and uncertainty about their identity. You know, I, I don't think that when I hear stuff like that, I don't like things that come across as universal facts is like, you know, that is applicable to everybody. It's not. So you take it for what it is, but at a very high level, I took away that there are two different types of people and that primarily experience loneliness and the first one, the one that, you know, he first talked about or they first talked about that uh, rely on others uh, to take away their pain and erase their loneliness. You know, 
and how the author specifically said those people are weak. Um, this is not intended to be a character ass- assassination on any level. However, I was don't know anybody personally where I can associate a level of loneliness, loneliness that projects that way. But it made me immediately think of like any one of the housewives shows that are on TV. And it's like, you know, I could never, I've probably watched a few of them less than a handful of times, probably combined. So I don't know anybody's name. I don't know their relationships, but it all seems so scripted. Like those are not your real friends. Those are not people that in, even if you do spend time with each other, it's not sincere, which is what the authors were stating at the very end of the text where it's like, set your intentions to change, take one small step and connect sincerely with one other person. You know, one of the things that people think about loneliness is like, you don't have to be surrounded by a million people, you know, especially as you get older. I mean, some people I've known since I was, you know, in high school and we still keep in touch. I don't talk to those people every day, but I can easily text or call out of the blue and it's like, you know, no time has passed because I sincerely care about these people and they sincerely care about me. You know, one of the things that if your circle is small and you're not a very sociable person, because again, those people, the the housewives, they're they're very extroverted to me, right? So those are the people that look for that outside uh, validation to combat their loneliness. So that's an extroverted type of person. The other type of person where they, you know, shy away and they get into, they, they retreat from other people and they, you know, they lack companionship, uh, which is the opposite of emotional dependency. But again, the authors used withers our soul equally. So to be, to be withdrawn is just as bad as to being the extroverted overtop person, the introverted, uh, recluse of a person who, you know, just isolates, you know, they're lonely and alone a a lot of the time. So what I feel is like your circle doesn't have to be big, but there should be effort made on the part of the person that is lonely to reach out to people because, you know, a lot of people, we, we just, we're so caught up in our lives that, we have a million intentions to do something or to call somebody or to say something. And I am personally trying to be more purposeful of when I think of somebody, you know, especially if they ran across my mind more than once that, you know, I reach out and I say, Hey, was just thinking about you and, you know, just check and say, how you doing? And that's it. A couple minutes conversation, a few text exchanges, just to let people know that you're thinking about them. And that's cool. You know, so you don't have to be alone unless you choose to. Some people, again, don't mind being, you know, by themselves. And that's cool. I know somebody, I do know somebody who I believe is like that introverted, you know, to themselves and is probably okay with it. I do believe that there is a bit of loneliness in there, but there's also a pattern of, adjustment that you know it's just been that way for so long that to incorporate people that are not already a fixture in their lives you know to try to you know bring in somebody new at this point 
you know, just too much of an effort, you know, especially when you just never know how people are going to be, if, you know, they're going to turn on you, you know, it's like, it's all kinds of shit that you have to deal with when it's like any relationship, when you meet somebody new, whether uh, a intimate sexual partner or a, you know, a friend, you know, there's vulnerabilities that have to, to be exchanged if, if, you're going to engage in a sincere relationship and that can be hard for people. So especially if you're used to being by yourself. So, you know, the authors say, and I agree that, you know, loneliness is basically a choice. You can choose to let go of the superficial and connect with people on a sincere and uh, relatedness level where you're actually connecting human to human spirit to spirit, person to person, um, you can also get out of your loneliness by putting just a little bit more effort in, you know, nine times out of 10, when you reach out to somebody, they'll be more inclined to, you know, keep in touch. That banter goes back and forth, but somebody usually has to, to trigger that communication. It's, it's possible, but you don't have to be lonely unless you choose to be. And if you choose to be, just understand why you're there and, you know, it's not a fixed state. It can change if you want it to. So thank you for listening. My name is Sinead Jones. I am your resident certified sex coach. Please uh, follow me across all social media at D-O-Y-O-U-K-N-K-Y. If you add a .com, that is the website. Please check that out. I'm making edits to it uh, regularly to make sure it is optimized to include all of the most recent and up-to-date information. My IG account has been shut down again. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So hopefully it'll be back up soon. You know, apparently talking about sex gets people in trouble. So anyway, I'm rambling again. I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Talk to you again.